The podcast is intended for an older audience, 21 and up. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on this broadcast are those of the host and are for entertainment purposes. Our motto is to have good old girl talk. This is a non-judgment zone. Welcome to the OG Podcast, where we talk about all things girls, giggles, guys, the gift of great friendship, growth, and the goodness of being a woman. Thank you for being a part of the journey as we share stories of help, heartache, headaches, and healing. The OGs, where we are women of strength. All right, y'all, we're back for another hot episode. Welcome to the Original Girlfriends Podcast. It's the OGs back with some fire today, y'all. We got some surprises. Sis, what's good? How you doing? Listen, what's popping? Let's just get into it. Ain't nothing really happening in my life but life. You feel me? I'm good, honey. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm in the birthday energy. That's right. Birthday coming up. Birthday. Okay, It's your birthday. Raise it up, raise it up. Next Saturday, I'm out here in the streets. Okay, tell your son and his friends we can be friends. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We can do this every weekend. Listen, okay. Oh, my notorious big. All right, we got some uh, special guests we should introduce before we get into the the whole entire episode. We have uh, our first crossover episode. So they're the mm. OGs from time to time because we are listening to viewers and the men have quite a bit to say about certain topics, right? Mm. So we bought two lucky fellas on the show today to be our special guests and give a man's point of view. And we like to call them original gentlemen. Mm. So I would like to have you all introduce yourselves and say hello to our fan base. You can start, Todd. What's going on, y'all? What's up? It's Todd Smith. Uh, Publisher of RegalMag.com, host of Regal Roundtable Talk Show. Also, guest on Isaiah Factor, Uncensored in Houston, Texas, Fox 26, and Fox Soul. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for coming on. And who do we have next? How y'all doing? This is DJ GQ, and I'm really happy to be here. I'm big fans of the show. I, I don't watch all the epi- listen to all the episodes. I've seen all the promos. I'm on everything. I'm a big fan. I love the uh, T Chronicles, the T Leaves. I love the whole Chronicles. <laughs> boy, that, but that whole bag was, uh, boy, man, I, I thought that went deep. You know what I mean? Because I never. <laughs> I never thought about, oh, this is the introduction, my bad. But I never thought about the sheets that women, you know, they be worried about the sheets and the towels and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you learn something. So you learn something. Well, huh? you know, I mean, I wouldn't say learn I, 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 something, I, some experiences I was able to share with. Now I'm calling. No, it was good. No, I learned something. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so this is DJ GQ, and I'm just happy to be here, and uh, I'm ready to get it. All right. Well, y'all heard it here first. DJ GQ and Ty, we're going to get into some good conversation. So... All right, let's get into the tea of the week because it's Girl, spicy. Is it it's spicy hot, or sweet? It's messy. It's the righteousness of uh, the what is it? The helmet of righteousness and also the breastplate of Aaron. You see army fatigue. I Girl, see the breastplate. Of you Aaron. see, you see. Okay, I see. Ooh, honey. All right. So I know, sis, this was uh, something that was hot on your mind. Okay, so I'm just gonna get into it. The tea of the week, none other. Relationship, Derek Jackson. Guru, mm-hmm. relationship guru, mm-hmm. 1.3 million Instagram followers is a confessed multiple affair fi- uh, felon. Okay, how much time we give him today, honey? Girl, we gonna give him life, honey. Because he needed life, 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 life. He needed. 
So I just want to run some uh, fact checks real quick uh, to let everybody know exactly how this story breaks down. So Derek Jackson took to Instagram with his wife, Danea Jackson, who we didn't even know existed, okay, mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. before IG, um, to say that, you know, he was allegedly involved in an affair outside his marriage and he was speaking about himself in third person. Mm-hmm. He did. Keep that in mind. And um, about all other things followed under the category of cheating affairs and stepping out. Okay. Um, actually, in early March, Miss Candace is the ele- first, I would say, one to come out to mm-hmm. break it was the story. one of me. Actually, the story broke by Tasha K, YouTube blogger. And she was one of many claimed that they spent his birthday together in summer of 2020. And she even slept in the bed that him and his wife shares. Oh, girl, this gets good. This gets good. This gets good. This gets good. So, apparently, now this is apparently and allegedly, the second mistress, two days after Derek Jackson had took to Instagram to talk about with the what handhold? he did. With the handhold. Yeah. With his wife. Yeah. Hand, he was. Handhold with the hand on top. Oh, no. The hands were intertwined. So intertwined okay, with the hand okay. on top. That's a different version. That's you know, a different it's, it's version. It's one thing to hold me Listen. here. But it's one thing to intertwine Intertwine. It's say, don't leave. No, baby. No. Baby. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different level, honey. So... She said at least two days after that, the new mistress, the new mistress, her name goes by Nikki. I want to give her story because she's relevant to this. Um, said that two days after he was in her line, he in her DMs. Mm. Hell of a cheetah. He claimed that he, you know, forgave God. Him and his wife worked it out. He's a, a newly saved again Christian. Mm-hmm, but two days mm-hmm. later, you're doing the same shit, allegedly. So, Mistress Nikki, which is the one the internet is going, got the internet's going nuts. She's a surgeon from Atlanta. Uh, her and Derek Jackson started dating in October of 2020, met at Lenox Mall. He told her he was going to divorce his wife. Oh, that's the number one That's lie. the number one that lie, right? That is the number one lie. Ladies, don't fall Baby, for it. Don't please. fall for it. The banana and the tailpipe. Yes. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm getting ready to yes, leave I'm my wife. I'm getting ready to leave my the wife. The banana and the tailpipe. We're Stop separated. Don't yes, do it. Yes, yes. You be like, motherfucker, show me the papers. Listen, I be like, okay. When I like them, I be like, okay. We do because it be dick in the headache. Dick be good. Have your mind Ooh, off. Okay. okay. Juvenile said it best. This dick keep them whole sick. So I miss that. I be like, okay. okay. I'm just gonna wait on your paper. Exactly. Okay. Y'all better start googling them. These boys. Listen, Harris, I Harris County Court. Thank Harris you. County Court. Google is your friend. Right. Google is your right. friend, sis. Listen, listen. I, I don't want to share my business because we talking about that. But if I would have just stayed around, yeah, thirteen years later, he still that part, <laughs> that part, that part. What? Listen. I thought you was leaving after the kids. Listen, okay. There you go. So thank you, Lord. For back to Nikki because we got sidetracked. Okay, this <laughs> <laughs> a lot happening with this story. So Dad tells uh, Nikki that he's been trying to file papers. That the wife is living in Arkansas with a mom, and every time the mama answers the Arkansas. door, she I does mean. look very. She looks everyday evangelist. That's what she looks. Okay, <laughs> I, she looks long jeans, skirts, and, and like, put a limp shirts. Dumas. Like, yeah, she does. Oh, like, 
Helena, Arkansas, like the ones that don't get the map. map. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, Derek Jackson, my God, Derek Jackson ran. Um, damn, I lost my point. Anyway, <laughs> said that the papers was found in Arkansas. The mama would answer, the parents answer the door to claim that she's not able. So he's basically running this story saying that I've been trying to serve her papers, but her mom and dad is blocking it. This is what he's telling Nikki. This is the newest alleged mistress. Mm -hmm. Nikki is the one that got pregnant for him. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, didn't want to keep the baby, so they aborted it. But she was talking about how he was super emotional, bae, about her not wanting to keep the baby. Nikki is also the, um, her house is the house that he records these videos out of. Oh. Outside while he's in the car. Okay. So the balcony is what gave it away. Ah, you, you know, cause let me tell you, man, little man, right? We, 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 let me tell you what we do to that iPhone picture. Mm -hmm. You see, with two fingers, that thumb, and that index finger, we go wide, uh -huh. wide, wide. Uh -huh. We looking at your glasses to see who's yes. in that passenger seat, Run that and seat. then we go screenshot and say, "Tell go. I said hello." There you go. Man, listen, I don't want to talk about mm -hmm. this today, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Let me tell this last part. I know you got a lot on your heart, so the readers, the listeners can. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners can make sure they have the full context of the story. Okay. Ooh. So after Nikki, Nikki claims she's a surgeon and everything in Atlanta. She claims she doesn't have social media. So she pulled one to move like the dick in the headache. She looked at her friend's phone. She got the friend's phone and started getting on her page, find out who Derek Jackson Apps. is. Apps. Apps is your friend, right? Apps. Okay. So that's how I they really came about. The, I'm gonna send the mm -hmm. a copy of Please. Nikki and the headache. I really and send am. Nikki a copy too. But Nikki yeah. claims she don't have social media, but I I beg to differ. She got out that. the other day. Okay, there you go. She knew where to go for somebody who didn't have social media. Uh -huh. So basically that's Nikki the it's four women, but Candace and Nikki are the two that are being talked about in the media. They're going on the media press tour against Derrick Jackson. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, I encourage the listeners to keep up because stuff is um, breaking day to day in this whole Derrick Jackson scandal thing. So, sis, take the floor. I know you got a lot on your heart to talk about when it comes to this. Listen, so you know I was a cheerleader, right? We used to have this cheer during basketball season and say, it's all you, number two, it's all you. <laughs> Listen, it's on you, Derrick Jackson, mm -hmm. it's on you. So get your up, 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 get your <laughs> out, out, out on the bench mm -hmm. with your coach okay. and your folks. Uh -huh. Yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, you, hey, yeah, you, 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 boy. Okay. Boy, I only have three major things to say. All right. So, I just want to know one thing. Mm -hmm. If I cheat like this, mm -hmm. if I cheat like this, mm -hmm. will you hold my hands down? Hell no. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Man, why are the roles reversed? Mm -hmm. Like, when I cheat, it's like you got to make me relive this. I don't want, I want to do just like you. I want to apologize. Yeah. We're going to make fanfare. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a party. We're getting back together. You're going to have a Don and Roberta yeah. flat party, you mm -hmm. and I, back mm -hmm. together again. Come on. And now. then I want you to hold my hand on my platform just like that. I just need to know that. Mm -hmm. Number one, his wife. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're going to be the black Tammy Wynette. Oh, of shit. our culture. Yeah. Stand by your man. Stand by your man. Right? When you stand by him, I mm -hmm. really need you to have it together, sis. Mm. I know a lot of people like, ah, oh, you know, you know, you're not gonna dog her. Mm. Listen, I'm not dogging her. Mm -hmm. But if I'm gonna go on social media, 
holding this. I don't need Keisha and Candy mm-hmm. to look at me and say, "Oh, I see why he was over here." You don't ever want to be a see why type. I don't. Of I never. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Never want to be a mm-hmm. see why. I know people like that doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. Cause I'm a woman, mm-hmm. and when I stop doing my hair and putting effort into me, that means mm-hmm. that I don't really care anymore. He actually needs to be concerned. Cause if you look at her older pictures, mm-hmm. she actually used to come with it. Now it's not so much. Mm-hmm. So what that tells me is that she really doesn't put forth that effort. Mm. Interesting perspective. Okay. If, like when listen, you know everybody. I'm gonna tell tell you this. If I stop getting my hair done, call me. Because mm-hmm. everybody know that my hair is a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. That's going to speak volume. If I, it's different when it's coronavirus and nobody can work. Mm-hmm. But when it's like coronavirus, the world popping, and you don't see me back on my luster mm-hmm. and my glam team, mm-hmm. give a girl a call. It's some things I'm dealing with. Because other things become more present when... For you. For, when my, if, if my home life ain't right, mm-hmm. I'm not right. That's how we are as a woman. In my home life. And if you watched her video, she did leave. I could see why uh, Keisha said she was going to rock with him. Because mm-hmm. she did leave. Right? So maybe he was kind of telling the truth in that area. But number two, I just want to say that his wife deserves to be loved just like he has challenged every man in America. Black men in particular. How he has challenged. When I watched his video, I watched his videos after my last bad breakup. Mm-hmm. And he made me feel just a little bit better about my situation. He talked about if he talks to you like this and if he disrespects you like this. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine how many homes he has broken up? How many women have left their men because of what he said? I'm not dogging him out because everybody knows I don't bash a dick. I love dick. But mm-hmm. I'm just speaking from a speaker, author perspective mm-hmm. myself. I got to practice what I preach. And you know how many women, because we'll listen to a man who think he's Jesus in a jar before we listen to our homegirls, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, we take y'all advice over our homegirls' advice. So if I'm going to li- imagine how many men that came home and they wife them packed it up because they don't listen to something that this man has said. But that's the problem. That, this, this is the problem I have. I don't believe in, in uh, self-help guru people. I can't nobody get on stage and tell me anything that I need to fix in my life when I know damn well that probably thing that you're telling me to fix, that's the thing that you haven't fixed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, people like Derrick Jackson, I never rocked with him from the very beginning. I thought he was full of shit from the very beginning because a predator only gives advice on the prey that he has, that he's ate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, just, it's simple. If a man can tell you that much about how a man isn't in a man, you better you better be careful. He's, he's, yeah, he's done some. You yeah, better be careful because he's the perfect he's the perfect person to tell you because he's doing it. That's mm-hmm. why I say he's like textbook narcissist. Narcissists they they deviate. They also they also the type of person that talk about themselves in third person each and every time. <laughs> they deflect. <laughs> oh, it's not my fault. I'm victim. It's everybody else's fault. He even used his wife as a pawn. It's not important for them to fix their marriage. It's important that he was seen. And he said, those that, if if you watch his video, Mm -hmm. he said, if you still want to follow me, that's great. You know I'm human. Just take me off the pedestal. So that's what he he said. Take me off the pedestal. It's reverse psychology. Yes, he is. That is math. That's toxic. That's master manipulation. Master manipulation. There you go. Yeah. That's what that was. Because if you don't, if you want to listen to me, that's fine. If you don't, I understand. But I want to pass it to the men. Because I just, I thought about he owes people refunds 
because he has a subscription yeah, to his services. Mm-hmm. And imagine all of the way I thought about that when I, I just I said it's women that have broken from their husbands and their boyfriends, to, you know, because they have followed this man. And here he is. He ain't told you how to get it back when you done messed it up, mm-hmm. but he ain't told you how to walk off right. and leave them right. when they are not treating you at the level that. Mm-hmm. Your man, that yeah, he, he says, says he, but you, you hear what you just said? You followed this man, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you made. That's where they. That's where women. Uh, now I'm not even saying women. That's where people make that mistake. And Jaquay just hit on something real, you know, real smart. She said basically, if a person has all of this research, it comes from a real place. I've been on television, and the only time I've ever told a lot on television was dealing with a certain organization, mm-hmm. and I went into it. Oh, I didn't go through this situation, but I've heard this, that, and the third. You need to watch out for this, parents. If your child come back and they left. And I walked off the stage, and Willie, I said, Willie D, I went through all that. He said, oh, I can tell. So you can't talk about certain things to that level unless you've experienced it. But that's the problem, though. Like Jaquay said, there's no such thing as no guru. Because you can give me advice based on what you've gone through, and I can apply it to my life. But no situation is the same. Mm-hmm. I got people, I know people in my family, and I've told Charlie this, I don't know if we were on camera, off camera at my show, my ideal couple was my aunt and uncle. He just passed away, Clayton's Bernard, God bless her soul, last year. But they weren't a glamorous couple, school bus drivers. But when I tell you they were thick as thieves, he never even touched the money. Mm. Never. Go cut Todd a check for his show. You know what I mean? But they did everything together, like one bank account, one savings, one checking, and that worked for them. And that's my ideal couple. But my parents did a little bit differently financially. Marjorie, you gonna pay the utilities, I'm gonna pay the house note, I'm gonna pay, you know, the insurance, I'm gonna pay this, the I'm gonna pay the college for the kids. That's what they did and that worked for them. I think the problem is people looking for a, a answer, like this is how you mm-hmm. make a relationship succeed. You got a kid, I don't have kids, but me and my sister were total opposites. What worked for my sister, disciplining her, I'm a I'm a my parents, oh this whipping ain't hurting me. I'm a big dude. Like <laughs> you I told my mother, God bless God bless her. I said I got to about fifth grade. I'm like, you know, you whipping me is kind of hurting you more than me because I ain't really feeling this. Now, if you tell cops, <laughs> if you tell cops, now I got a problem because he's gonna light me up. But that's what worked for me. She with my sister. It's oh, so it's the same. It's all. It's not even just relationship gurus. Anybody who calls themselves a guru mm-hmm. in any aspect, business. I've had people tell me, Todd, you need to do your show like this. This worked for that person. But it ain't going to work for me because my personality is totally different. So if I'm taking what Derrick Jackson says like it's gospel and I'm bringing it into my home, you ain't married to Derrick Jackson. Mm. That worked for Derrick Jackson's relationship. It probably did. Obviously, it didn't. <laughs> but that is, that, that's, that's the problem that people have. And you say you follow, man, I ain't trying to preach. I got a little beverage, but it's a Sunday. We following the wrong man. You know what I mean? We following the wrong man. And I'm not. And the problem is when we start listening to other people, yeah, people can give you good advice. But when you start listening to people mm-hmm. telling you, oh, this worked for me, but I ain't you. Mm-hmm. You got to find out what works for you. Find you and, and, and if it's not working, fix it. Like we talked before uh, before we got on air about communications right. that's the biggest problem of any relationship because i learned something from jaquay's conversation i never even thought of like you're totally right you know what i mean but that's the main problem listening to these niggas and women outside of your relationship is going to screw you up Thanks. whether it's relationship whether it's business whether Absolutely. it's raising your kids mm-hmm. if you listen the worst advice i've ever gotten from my in my life about anything has been the people closest to me and they mm-hmm. meant well Mm-hmm. But they can't mm-hmm. tell me how to run my business, how to run my house. That worked for them. Listen, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Listen, this guy is a character. He's an actor. You know, this this is he got the persona. 
This is how he makes checks. He got yeah. a million followers. He's a motivational speaker. He's giving advice. He's doing this and that. That's his thing. That's how he make his coins. But that don't, that don't mean that's how his personal life is going to be. Mm. And that ain't got nothing to do with me. And if the message, you know, he, I listen to his videos. His message is like any other, hey, you know, listen, respect, he communicate. You know, I mean, that's okay. That's great. It's a message. He a vessel, you know. The great Charlie yourself said it said it best on one of your shows. He he sit at the table just like me. Or he mm-hmm. did dinner the same way as me, put his trousers on the same way as me. His Come man, on, whatever, you know what I mean? He put his drawers on just like me every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. One leg at a time. He ain't jumping into things and you know what I mean? <laughs> one leg at a time. Exactly. I rock with you. So listen, this guy character, man. Look, he getting his checks. You right. That don't mean that's how he gonna run his life. Yeah. And look, obviously it worked out for him. She got the she got the inner try on uh hands and I don't know the new breaking stuff, but Apparently it's working, you know what I mean? So he he look he repent, he did his thing, and they, they they you know, they they cool with it. That's how they run their family, that whatever. She she forgave him and then they rolled it, you know what I mean? You know, she got the hat on the salvation hat, she good. <laughs> but listen, but no, so this guy this is how he make his money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so this is not new. This is a normal playbook. This happens all so the time. Gurus mm-hmm. come with the books, you know. Mm-hmm. Look no further than Steve Harvey. He had his own movie. He had movies. Think like a man. Think like a man too. I don't know if he wrote two or one book, but mm-hmm. the thing is, he has confessed to being a terrible husband. You know what I mean? Once about three times, right? Exactly. He had about two, three women. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wives. He didn't have, so he's a, a terrible person, you know. But <laughs> Exactly, but he got he got in a clean book and sold the millions mm-hmm. and got a whole movie. And, and people listen to him. I, you know, I seen plenty of women with that book on this show. Mm-hmm. But it's a damn shame. But the problem is, you say one or two. You say one or two. Great for Steve. He getting checks. You say one or two <laughs> righteous things. Like I said, Derek Jackson had said some things like that's real. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey when he was explaining men and like that's real. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, just because you say a couple good things, don't mean you the guru. The Thank guru. you. Exactly. You know I mean? And there's no guru in life. No. There's no rule book to life. You know, if it was, motherfuckers would be selling that thing for anything. You know, you would, would have no problems. Exactly, you, you know read I mean? the book and life be good. Yeah. So it, it, everything worked <laughs> differently. Everything worked. Everything. You know. Mm-hmm. But this so-called guru, you know, he he, he trying to get paid. You know what I mean? Because so, he was booked for essence. Yeah. Exactly. He was booked. And, he, and, 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 and honestly, everybody knows mm-hmm. that is the platform. Once you make it to essence, and, yeah. and I can respect. Yeah. Honestly, I can respect the person. Respect the hustle. Well, no, well, of course. That. He, he shouldn't show up to us. No, 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 no. Oh, and why not? I show up and then I wouldn't show up, bro. <laughs> yeah. I show up, bro. But listen, I what? Going, oh, I show up wherever they booking me. I ain't, but listen. That's true. I ain't, I ain't. <laughs> Get some checks. Get some checks. But listen, but the thing is, is that, uh, man, y'all made me lose my, my train of thought, man. It's all good. It's all good. But it's this dude, oh, I know what I was going to say. I like a person that got a little dirt on them. You know, I got mm-hmm. a little person that kind of been through the mud, you know what I mean? Because they got different perspectives mm-hmm. on life. Mm-hmm. If somebody been straight and arrow ain't never done nothing wrong, you can't relate to me. I but can't relate got, to you. But you got to be honest with that, though. I was saying, you got to be honest with that. Because it's a brand, right? I've been challenged. Some people that know me personally and say, who you are on social media is not who you are in real life. Mm-hmm. So if you paid attention in the last year, they reflect. If you, if you mm-hmm. see Charlie Marco, the brand on Instagram, on social media, is Charlie Marco in real life. Mm-hmm. I am a dance machine. I'm a mother. I'm going to keep it real. I may drop a few bombs up in there. I mean, no harm. I give to the poor. You, I teach children. I educate everybody. I'm going to be that same person. I think that's where people yeah. it messed up with Derek. Mm-hmm. Your brand was something totally different, totally different, totally different. than who you are. Yeah, I got one thing imposter, to say. Imposter syndrome. Go ahead. Y'all start y'all show uh, every time, you know, I hear you say it elo- eloquently. The views that we express is not how it goes. 
That's not how, you know, like, don't hold us to it legally. We just talking out, we just talking out swag, whatever yeah. happened, happened. You know what I mean? hear you. You got to make I your decisions. That's called the disclaimer. That's how That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's, legal. that's all DJ is. He got a disclaimer. Look okay. okay. Right before he do a little seven minutes in on IG, do a disclaimer. Yes. All this shit, and I do what I say, do what I want, and y'all do what y'all want. Right. And let me get back to it. Yeah, we just, we just talking, we right? Just talking. But right, so. like you said, that's legal. Um, mm-hmm. because we are talking about people, their lives, and so mm-hmm. some people might. Nobody yeah, yeah like we don't that. want to defame, and we're what we're not doing is defaming Kim. We're talking about his action. But again, this is the non-judgmental zone because if somebody opened my closet mm-hmm. and some skeletons fall out mine, they're gonna say, "Well, wait a minute," but. Now I start telling, talking about my struggles and temptation yeah. because like I want to. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. So like you say, I got a little dirt. It ain't perfect. I, I, not when it comes to over here. And I can respect that, but you got to be real. Like, but you got to be honest. I, 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 I used to go to these seminars, and I'm not getting off topic, but these are uh, NABJ seminars, National Association of Black Journals. But anyway, Al Roker gave a seminar, packed standing room only. He even said people respond to authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's why you should always be yourself. And we talked off air about my company, Regal. And that means obviously royalty class. I got to act a certain way, but I'm not going to pretend. You know what I mean? I'm going to be able, I'm going to tell a person I made these mistakes. I speak at schools. And it was a young kid at Yates High School, basketball player, reminded me of myself, got in my boy face, the teacher. It was like he was about to fight the dude. I basically said, little boy, sit down. You fight me. I don't have to worry about no job. I'm going to handle your business and then tell your mom and daddy to come see me. But then I told him, I said, look, bro, I'm not a perfect person. You remind me so much of me. I was so disrespectful as a child. You know what I mean? I was so disrespectful as a student. It's ruined my basketball career. I see you and me and I don't want you to do that same thing. When you do that, people are going to resonate with you. It's going to resonate more it's with people. Well. You see what I'm saying? And then when these skeletons come out your closet, oh, Todd, Todd cussed his coach out. And I told you I cussed my coach out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I told you that straight up. Like Barack Obama, not to get off to when he ran for president in his first book, Dreams of My Father, he said, I experimented with cocaine. So how are you gonna expose me? I told mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I told you what I was gonna I, I like a little president with a little date on I you. I told you, you know? people about people do because you cannot <laughs> relate you can't thing. relate to a perfect person because nobody is. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if you can tell me if Derek Jackson, it wouldn't have it might not have been people wouldn't have held him in maybe his high esteem. But if he had been honest with people and said, these are the mistakes I've made, and then preach the same sermon, I know because I did it. He is, I, he, because he is sick. It's narcissistic. Yeah, like it's, narcissistic. it's narcissism. You know what I mean? He that, is a sociopath. Yeah. I don't even see it like that. I see him as a character, and that's what he do. He's he, narcissistic. Well, I mean, you know, but but this is, he, he's selling a brand, and he's been successful at it because he's got a million followers. He has a brand. I'm this, this, and this. I'm some guru, expert, whatever, you know? And that don't, obviously, he can't live up to it. You know, if somebody act like they're perfect, that's the one you need to be worried about. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. If somebody act like they got no flaws, I, I don't want to be around them. Well, you don't <laughs> want to be around Derrick Jackson. And, uh, <laughs> so, well, yeah. We want to know y'all thoughts about this. I know everybody was waiting on the OGs to break this down. So I think we gave y'all more than what y'all came for. But hit us up at Facebook at the OG Podcast Show at Instagram at the OG Podcast Show or you can reach out to us by email at the OG Podcast Show at yahoo.com and give us your thoughts and comments about uh, you know Derek Jackson and what's unfolding and um, keep watching it because it's, it's getting spicier by the day I don't know if this is going to create a new platform for him or we're going to see the end of Derek Jackson but you know just keep your eye on things cause, because it's getting more interesting as I, I think I just read something today that was going on another woman came out so we'll see but anywho let's get to why we're here today 
Um, this is our 10th episode, as I mentioned earlier. And when we first started the episode, we opened up our very first episode with affirmations. And we were still in the height of COVID. Um, we were we talked about what are affirmations and why are affirmations important. What are some affirmations that we speak to ourselves? Affirmations, and we said affirmations are self, uh, our act of self love, uh, being conscious of your thoughts, self talk, and the trouble of believing your affirmations. So, if you have not listened to the episode, I would encourage you to do so because today's episode is a piggyback of where we were during that time frame and where we're headed now. It's spring, and to me, spring is a season of blessings. I call it the blessed the blessed time of the year. A uh, spring gives you a chance to start over. It gives you a chance to try some new things and it's beginning of a new chapter. A lot of doors have closed for people and we're just on that renewal energy. It's pretty much the ideal of emerging from like a, a cocoon to a beautiful but to a beautiful butterfly to pursue your passions. So today, you know, I thought it would be pretty cool. We thought it would be pretty cool to talk about you know, the release, the reset, the renewal of spring, what we what we learned in COVID, what we released and where we're going now and where we're headed. We're springing forward. So, sis, what energy are you? And I think you mentioned early in the episode about having some interesting feelings about COVID being over and the world opening back up in its, in, in its totality. So I wanted you to kind of um, kind of break that down for the listeners as to why your feelings are the way they are and what what's happening as we transition out of this COVID climate into like the spring and new beginnings with the shot and everything being, you know, here now for people to receive. So first, let me say this, that COVID became a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It was how we had to do life, right? So we was like, oh, we're in COVID. It became a lifestyle change. Yeah. Um, and the lifestyle change was we had to get in the slow lane, right? Like I've been to Germany and I've been on the other side of the world and they drive extremely fast. Like even riding a bullet train, like it goes extreme. It goes so fast. It's like, you know, a baby in the backseat, you have no choice but to go to sleep. Cause it's like so fast. It just moves mm-hmm. like it moves. Right. And that's kind of like how we were over here. We just moving. We were on the auto ball, just hitting it. Just boom, boom, right. boom. Right. And then COVID came and it was like, okay, the fast lane doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to get over, put that blink on and let's go. And then some people still tried to go and it was like, no, you have to go on and get off on the media, get off at your exit and just park right. it. And now that the world is starting to open up, like for me, I've been back in a building working since 2020. Um, you know, uh, now churches open up. The bars have always been open mm-hmm. in Houston. It was always something for us to do. But now it's like now, you know, we were doing that things, those things, but not many people were out. People were scared. Right. But now everybody's out. And now everybody's gonna go back to doing life the way it was. Mm-hmm. We became cognizant of people and their feelings and their thoughts and we considered others before we considered ourselves. Mm. And that's the part that I'm going to miss. Mm-hmm. I am a rapport person. I believe in building rapport. I believe in the power of connecting and relationships. Mm-hmm. Not a relationship with a man 
and female, but I believe in relationships, right. relationships with family, relationships with friends, right? Mm-hmm. And so COVID allowed us to, hey girl, how you doing? How's it going? You know, I'm here for you. Talk to me if you need. But when we all get back in that fast lane, I'm afraid we're going to lose that. Mm. I'm, I'm afraid, you know, and I'm afraid that my anxiety will go right back through the roof. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. Because mm. uh, life moves at the speed of lightning. Okay. You know, lightning. Excuse me. I said lightning. <laughs> lightning like I'm watching Lightning Queen, but lightning, you know, it, mo- it moves so abrupt. You know, it's filled with swift transitions. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want us to miss it. You know, yeah. COVID allowed us to see it. Yeah. Stop missing it. So take a moment. Breathe. <laughs> so COVID was definitely the preparation phase. You know, it, it really was the place where um, it was the launching pad for all of us. It gave each and every one of us the opportunity to slow down. Like you said, stop and look at our life in a place of asking ourselves, what is not working for me? What is working for me? You know, um, I know for me in COVID, I scrubbed every area of my life. I really did. I really unpacked some emotional suitcases. I looked at my friendships. I looked at every area of my life and said, okay, when all this is said and done, what do I want to be renewed in? What do I, what do I want life to look like after COVID? I think that it gave everybody the opportunity to look at you know, the job that you worked at, what's fulfilling, you know, the relationship that you're in. Is this the person I'm supposed to be with? We talk about it all the time. The divorce rate was sky high. People making up to break up. Just people ain't, the people's patience for things that don't make them feel good is at an all time low right now. Because I know for me, my whole, uh, you know, my whole energy is if it doesn't make me happy, it has to move. Because like I spoke about, I saw COVID. I worked at the hospital. I was seeing people pass away, uh, 90 to nothing. So when I came home from those days, I would always say to myself, I'm at peace, I am happy, and I am at love. You know, in the days where I felt like um, it was a little rough, I would allow myself to sit with those feelings, not knowing that what I was doing at the time was releasing a lot of different parts of me so that I can live in my fullest self. So if we're talking about a place of being in renewal, springtime gives us the opportunity to be on some new, new. So I wanted to, as you were talking about that, I wanted to share like an affirmation that is one that I have been kind of saying to myself as we enter into spring. It says, I am renewed and everything is working out for my highest good. So it's, I strongly, I'm a person that strongly believes in manifestations. I strongly believe that your thoughts are aligned with your visions. And because many of us don't see our manifestations come to light because we hold so tightly to the outcome of everything, um, we miss out on the possibility of everything working out for our highest good. If the door closes, it's for your highest good. Meet it with gratitude. If friendships have ended in COVID, it's for your highest good. Meet that with gratitude. If relationships have ended in COVID, it's for your highest good. Meet it with gratitude. So meeting each obstacle that we faced in COVID as we spring forward, you know, with the opportunity, not as an obstacle, but an opportunity to change the energy it creates the possibility for the best outcome. So even as you're saying we're transitioning, going back into work, 
you're not the same person, but look at the opportunities that are going to start unfolding because we're transitioning back to what we are, are seeing as a new normal. Hmm. Okay. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, for people that suffer from anxiety, such as myself, mm-hmm. you know, this season of renewal, cause when I think of spring, I think of, you know, just leaping forward with rebirth as well. Absolutely. Um, and so I do have to affirm myself like you were just saying. Um, but I, at my age, need some affirmations that really can help me ground myself, mm-hmm. right? Because affirmations just be what you need to just, a, a lot of people say you talk to yourself. It's not that you're talking to yourself. It's that you're just trying to move yourself mm-hmm. from one area to another. Yeah, you shift a positive mindset. shift, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to tell myself, this is a positive shift. Yeah, I, I had got adjusted to life being at home, this, that, but life would never be, even life would never be the same in no capacity. Wow. And I had to tell myself, life would never be the same, but you can remain the same. Mm-hmm. You can continue to keep those relationships. You can continue to reach out. You can continue to build a rapport. So I have to give myself those types of affirmations, even with this shift of the season, mm-hmm. so my anxiety can stay at an all-time low. Okay, so... Because I tell people, COVID saved my life. Right, you did tell me that, yeah. I, 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 COVID saved my life. I, I, I believe it. I was praying for something greater, a manifestation of something that I can sit away from work but still get... A check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That money can't change. Right. It, it, it go up, but it sure can't go negative mm-hmm. or down. And and it came in the form of COVID. But I was at a season where I was grieving the loss of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I was filled. I was falling with um, to victim of negative thinking. I was doubting my uh, abilities. I was downplaying my talents. I didn't think I had the skill or the mm. skill set in my wheelhouse to be great anymore. Um, I was carrying those thoughts and functioning with those thoughts, and it was starting to dictate my life. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it was dictating me. And so the therapy, this break, just I just said to myself, yes, things might shift, but you can remain the same yeah so that was a, that was a great point um and in so we talked about renewal and moving past that so you gave your your grounding affirmations and i gave my re- renewed affirmations um so beyond being renewed you also have to reset so <laughs> the thing is um that people don't understand about affirmations is that because affirmations are a repetitive practice of, of shifting my mindset to be in a more positive state. Um, when we experience different things in our life or whatever, our mind becomes conditioned to how we view the world. And a lot of people don't realize that they view the world from a very negative aspect. But when mm-hmm. when you say affirmation to yourself, you are resetting your mind as to how you want to prepare your day. My grandmother used to say, your thoughts prepare the way for you. The Bible also says, so a man thinketh, so is he. 
So being mm-hmm. in quarantine, it gave everybody the opportunity to slow down and pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to what you think, pay attention to what constantly, you know, goes in your mind from left to right and deal with that. Because when we are moving fast paced in life, we don't realize how, you know, things are affecting us, but COVID just basically made everybody unpack their bag. So the affirmations that I thought about when I thought about resetting my mind is I matter and what I have to offer the world matters. You know, today I abandon my old habits and I take up more new and positive ones. I choose to find optimistic ways to look at my life. It's so easy in COVID because we were seeing so much devastation and, and, like like I said before, I had lost my job during COVID at one point in time. You know, it's easy to get wrapped up in what's not happening in in the in your life. So I I remember writing quite a bit during COVID, um, and those were some of the affirmations that I would say. And I'm carrying some of these into my springtime because it's still just you know as you spring forward, I feel like some affirmations just carry with you. But like self self sabotaging habits that stop me from the type of relationships I wanted to have, you know, personal, professional, friendship, whatever, um, would that take away from me? Is that not just who I am or is that something I need to deal with on a personal basis? Like what positive shifts in my energy could I create in order to uh, create the narrative that I wanted as we spring forward? These were the questions I was asking in COVID. Is my life abundant? The answer to that was yes, my bills were paid. My family was healthy. You know, I was receiving friendships that are on a soul level energy. I was laughing. I was standing in my truth. And I was accepting all of my unique qualities that I feel like for me, I didn't remain the same in COVID. I changed. I know I did. And it's 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 all about renewal for me. And it's working for me. I cleaned out a space in my emotional closet that is allowing me, I can say, to step into the fullness of my potential as I move to the next year of my life, which is 34, so that I can receive all the abundance that I wanted to receive that I may have been blocking on my own because of my own hindrance of thoughts in my own mind, not preparing the way of the narrative that I wanted to create in my life. So as we're talking about resetting, you know, what are some of the ways that you felt like you're resetting your life moving forward as we're transitioning into spring. So I'm a spring cleaner. Mm -hmm. And that's important to do too. um, Because how you keep your home is how you keep your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the old wives tale. You know, person home speaks a lot Mm -hmm. about what's going on in their mind. And so I started to clean out those things that don't serve me purpose. I didn't put them some weight during COVID, mm-hmm. right? And so I started within my home and then my home eventually comes over into me. Um, and so I want to make sure that my, like you said, that space, creating that space yeah. for me to be open and ready to receive. Mm-hmm. I then that's the part I added, ready to receive when you talk about that reset, mm-hmm. reset that mind shift, uh, mindset shift because affirmations should shift your mind right um so i always just be like i'm open for you know new people new relationships <laughs> da, da, da. i'm open and ready to receive i'm ready to receive because i have cleared my space yep and more ways than one mm-hmm. to be able to receive so the extra junk and baggage that i was carrying around or keeping or holding in or you know, mm-hmm. throw it away. That's right. So I can be open 
and ready. That's the part that I added to my life mm -hmm. to receive. Stop just being open. Because when I'm open, people that need to, you know, that's looking for some can see that. But I need to be able to receive yes. the goodness. And you because I did that cleaning out. That's right. And you attract that energy to you. You act you yeah. uh, there you go. You energy, that energy begets energy. You're and so energy. I just want to make sure mm -hmm. that I just I started with my home. I, I would encourage any woman to start with their home because your home is actually a good snapshot mm -hmm. of what's going on in your mind. It is. You go to people's house and you say, well, damn, why they house so nasty? Mm -hmm. You know, why it ain't clean or why that a lot of dials? Yeah. It, it is a good reflection of what is going on mentally. Yeah. Your house so holds your truest energy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are your honest self when you're at home. When you, you know, no makeup, no mask, whatever you're feeling, your house holds that energy. Your house holds that energy. Mm -hmm. So I, I, that's why I started with my home. I played over my home. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I aired out my home, sis. You know, yeah. I, I literally did. I threw away from the garage to the closet, mm -hmm. right? Because our closet is a representation of our heart. It is. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I had to throw away some things, mm -hmm. things that, you know, I hold on to this because somebody bought me this. Right. Right. Um, that See, that's part of that open and ready to receive. Right. right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I held on to this because he bought this for my birthday. Or mm -hmm. I held on to this coat because, you know, he got this for me for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, let me bless somebody else or give it to the goodwill because I need to just rid myself of that. So I can just be ready to receive when it comes. I'm not holding on to anything. Because, see, we keep things um, tangible and intangible as well. That yeah. keeps us in bondage. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, for my, and for my sake, it was a lot of tangible things. Right, right. And when, um, and when talking about, I wanted to piggyback off of something. Because this is something that I feel like I um, we need to maybe address to anybody. When you choose to find optimistic, optimistic ways to live your life, this is one thing I want people to um, really consider. Be careful when you are um, shifting your narrative, changing your energy, that you don't allow people's insecurity to become your na your narrative. And, and I'll use this as an example. Um, we're on the OG podcast, and we both have people on the outside listen to our podcast and have opinions and things to say and thoughts about how they think we should do our podcast what they think we should say what they think we shouldn't say but the reality of it is is that you have to be discerning when people are really advising you because they love you or when people are really advising you because they, their own insecurities are wanting to inhibit you from being that you're foolish you have to be careful with that and I was just having this conversation this morning when God places a vision in your heart he gives you everything that you that you need to be able to make your vision plain. My vision and, and the way I word things and my eloquence and my opulence is not like yours, Charlie, and yours are not like mine. But we together are a dynamic duo on the podcast. We talk about God, but we also talk about reality. 
you know, we also understand the implications of the Bible and understand that God never picked the perfect person to do to do anything. He picked imperfect people, you said all the time, to to create a perfection for them. This is a, a place that I feel like sometimes when, when people see your vision, your vision is always on attack. So anytime I approach this, regardless of the commentary that we get, I always approach you with optimistic energy. And I'm saying that to say because there will be areas in anybody's life that when you're trying to produce something, you're trying to get that new job or you're trying to go for that that big thing that you really want to set your life off. You're going to always have people that try to shift your narrative because of their insecurities. But when you create an optimistic viewpoint on your life, there is nobody that can spin your narrative because it's your vision and God gave it to you and, and he's going to make your vision plain for you. So when we speak about affirmations, I wanted to make sure I brought that up because I know that in the spring forward season, there are going to be a lot of doors opening for myself, Charlie, and anybody who's listening to this. But there are also going to be a lot of people that try to spin the narrative of your life because they're insecure about their own. So be careful of people who try to sabotage that. Keep an optimistic viewpoint on your own life. So as you're clearing your closet, you're clearing your pathway that you don't allow other people's insecurities and what they cannot do to be the narrative that stops you from propelling for in greatness. Mm. So mm. that is, uh, I wanted to make sure that I said that cause it was on my spirit. So we came from, um, now we have our, now we have our renewal. Now we have our reset and now it's time for us to release. I think the releasing of, Anything is so important when we are entering into a new season of life, like releasing. And I say this all the time, but this is my all-time favorite um, affirmation. I release anything that no longer serves my purpose or potential. It keeps my heart as a heart of to as I release it. For me, I'm always like, okay, if this doesn't serve me, I'm releasing it. Because I understand in the release, I'm creating space for what actually deserves my energy. Um, I think, and I was just telling a, uh, one of my guy friends about this, that we have a, I don't know if it's just black people or people in general, you know, have a hard time releasing things because hold on to history for so long. Like how long have we stayed in a relationship because of history or how long have we stayed in friendships because, oh, I've known that person since college or I've known them since high school or elementary, but this actual relationship that I'm in is not even serving me. We're not growing together. We're not developing together. This is very, uh, you know, this is very mundane and humdrum when I'm around you this is not feeding my soul in any capacity we tend to hold on to people places and things that no longer serve us because we are afraid of what's on the other side of, of what we have to let go and I'm telling anybody listen to our podcast I am the queen of letting things go letting people go friendships go because I, I have a, a different respect of time and understanding that sometimes people are just in your life for the meantime, sometimes that relationship is in your life for the meantime. And when you release that, you you hold on to the lesson, you hold on to the memories, but don't hold so tightly to the person that you stop the hindrance of your growth because you're keeping people and uh, things attached to your energy that is holding you back from the blessing that God has for you. So my my thing about releasing is 
do not hold on to people, places, or things that don't no longer serve you. It 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 um it harbors your potential and your purpose. But when you release it, release it with gratitude and a thank you. That's that's my version of release, and I stand on that. And that's a continuous affirmation that I live by in my personal life and professional life. I can dig it. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, affirmations are, you know, what you make it um, for you and your life. Um, For me, um, I need to release my own self-sabotaging thoughts. And so one thing that I want to do is release my failures, Mm, celebrate my victories, and embrace the change Mm -hmm. as opportunities to learn and grow. And I want to release my history. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I allow my personal family history to hinder me, to make me feel like I am not um, whole. And I have to tell myself I complete me and I am whole Mm -hmm. because I am doing the work and I am healed. So when you are doing the work, right? Makes no sense to continue to do the work. I'm paying thousands of dollars for therapy, you know, brand coaches and going, it makes no sense to do all Mm -hmm. of this if I'm going to continue to hold on to the past that is stopping me from being great. Right, right. Yes. I think, you know, the past is just a a confirmation of, of where you've gone and it's just a pathway in where you're going. I also wanted to make sure we talked about um, mindfulness. I think my, minding your emotions and mindfulness is, um, I think, the basic groundwork to um, affirmations, uh, renewal, reset, release. I, as a you know, Reiki coach and uh, spiritualist and all that, I speak a lot with different uh people that i teach about minding your emotions if you do not mind your emotions affirmations do not work because your emotions are basically your body's way of letting you know you know something's off you know i feel something i need to release something we don't pay attention to our bodies enough we don't pay attention to what we're feeding our bodies attention to the energy that we are allowing our bodies to be around like energy is real people carry energies with them all the time you know and our bodies absorb that we are just constant energy fields absorbing and releasing what we see all the time so it it is important that as we're moving out of COVID to constantly practice mindfulness because you do not know you know, what all after effects COVID is going to have for you mentally. So one thing I would tell anybody is continue to show up for yourself every day, even with affirmation, life's ha- life happens. And don't beat yourself up if, you know, you have a bad day or a bad moment. That happens. Growth is a process and growth is ugly. It is not pretty at all. You know, you have your good moments, you have your bad moments. When you are releasing Things tend to come up out of nowhere, especially when you're practicing affirmations. You know, make sure you reflect, evaluate, and release and repeat to constantly transition your mind to be able to shift and clear the clutter. Increase your prayer life. Like, talk to whoever you feel like your creator is. Um, Release those thoughts. Ask yourself, what do you want your life to look like after the pandemic passes? Set those intentions 
and manifest your desires. Like speak life into yourself. That is important. Cling to what is good. Remain hopeful and steadfast in prayer. Your thoughts prepare the way for you. My grandma used to always say it. So I asked myself, what what has been my focus? What is my focus for self-care moving forward out of this moving back into spring? What does my life look like now? And is it in line with what I had in mind post-COVID? And if not, how can I start to align my life in the direction I want it to go? Boredom versus misplaced energy. Is this making me bored or is my energy misplaced? That is important because people do things um, out of boredom all the time, but you don't know it's just misplaced energy. You know, am I still giving things? Am I still giving life to dead things? All of this is a great way to discover your purpose. And what what am I passionate about? And whatever I'm passionate about, let me go forth in that without fear. Use Use the time that we have to be intentional, to redirect your energy, and continue to clear the way and, and prepare yourself and be ready for the new beginnings. Mindfulness is very important. And I hope that people practice mindfulness as you are speaking affirmations of your life. Because if you don't have the mindfulness part intact, the affirmations can't go um, alongside of you. So that that was my last point and talk about how we are moving forward in spring and in preparation for the new our own individual new beginnings. All right. Yeah. So what's going to be the OG code of the week? Um, I think the OG code of this week is to, I would say this, and and this is probably one of my favorite Bible scriptures, but I'm going to give it because this is just what um, it's on my heart to say. Um, Always cling to what is good remain hopeful and even after we um as we're transitioning out the pandemic remain steadfast in your healing and in your prayer life that would be my og code of the week all right there that is there it is (laughs) so um thank y'all for rocking with us as always episode 10 has been great you know um, let us know how you are affirming your life. Let us know the changes and transitions and um, things that you've emotionally decluttered and uh, what you've taken from our episodes and things that you've added to your life. Let us know. We want to hear from you. You can hit us up at IG, uh, the OG Podcast Show on Facebook and IG. And if you want to email us, email us, email us at yahoo.com at ogpodcastshow.com. We would love to hear how you are affirming your life, how you are renewing, resetting, and releasing to prepare for new beginnings and being able to receive what God has for you in the new season of spring. Okay? Well, that's another dope episode of Rocking with the OGs. We're out. Peace. Hey, we want to hear from you. Yes, we do. Give us your comments, feedback, and leave a voice message. All at the top of Anchor. All of the above. Or you can email us at theogpodcastshow at yahoo.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at theogpodcastshow. OGs, baby. Peace out.